Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the Front Busy to Rich podcast. This is a podcast designed to help you, the advisor, increase your profitability and your quality of life. I'm going to do that again today uh, because we are in a series called Practically Pretty, 10 Truths to Make Your Business Beautiful. Uh, and today, Wes, we're going to talk about key economic drivers, which sounds like some boring headline from Wall Street Journal or CNN or, or something, uh, but we're going to be way more entertaining than that. Am I right? Absolutely. You're going to love this sexy topic. That, that was that, setting the bar pretty low with those two yeah. references. We'll be way, way. said we're about to eat at Denny's. And uh, this is going to be more like uh, Bruce Chris. Uh, hey, now. There we go. How about uh, Texas Roadhouse, right? Yeah, uh, Texas Roadhouse. That's right. And preach, Better. preach, preach. I can't talk about it during the day because I want to go eat there. And uh, anyway, okay, moving on. You just distracted me. Uh, I distracted myself. So we're going to talk about, again, trying to focus on areas of life. Um, and frankly, this is taking something that's unhealthy and making it healthy. You, you see people all the time and you think, they have a great life. And boy, that person's, I love that part of their business. And man, that's that's just amazing they've been able to achieve that. So what Wes is going to do for you today is going to help unlock some of those things that help them achieve that, right? It, it's one to say that's great for them. Uh, the next step is how can that be true of me? So we're going to be really practical. Uh, we're going to give you information that's actionable, uh, and that you can, you can apply really right away. Today is specifically, uh, practical because we've got like fill in the blanks, right? Uh, this is is why I I try to tell people, uh, Wes, you're old enough to remember when you you did Mad Libs. Oh yeah. That was actually a form of entertainment. You would buy a book. Yeah. First, first you bought a book, right? Second, uh, you used a pencil, right? Uh, I'm sure there's an app for this now, right? Uh, but, but yeah, you'd fill in a word, right? And so we, we've got some fill in the blanks that I think, uh, that I know that people are going to be able to take and apply to their companies. Um, so let's talk about this. Um, we're going to, we're going to talk into these. It's actually our eighth true, eighth truth, which is a key economic driver. So tell us, tell us what, what that means, Wes. Yeah. So this particular thing about key economic drivers, when we observe advisory practices, this is missing and, or it's, it's just fuzzy. And, and so here's the thing I, I've, you know, talked for years and you guys have heard me on the podcast and those of you who've taken our classes that one key element is you've got to have a win organizationally that is more, is memorable, portable. Everybody gets behind it. And, and I think that, and I often say, don't worry about a, yet a mission statement or a vision statement. Um, first focus on a win and a win's like for us, we help people increase their profitability and quality of life. That's what we do. Um, and th- in this context, we're helping advisors that help people increase their profitability and quality of life, uh, and, and doing it for themselves as well. But you do need to add at some point in there a mission, which the mission certainly contains that, but it also contains the key economic drivers that you believe if those things are real and they're happening, that you're getting the job done. You're actually completing your mission. And, and again, the problem people have with this is it's like, how do I translate that into economic drivers? We're going to give you some examples that have worked really well for a lot of practices. Um, but both are necessary to really operate a fulfilling practice that makes money. Cause here's the thing, Andy, the problem with, uh, practices is even if they have a great, like meaningful purpose and, and, uh, they're doing a lot of good out there. Sure. They can't continue to do good if their business airplane crashes, right? Because yeah, 
I thought of this. I thought of this West because I was, and I don't mean this as a slight to them. Like this is fine. They're allowed to do the business they wanted to do it. But there was a coffee shop that opened, not surprisingly, on the West Coast, and uh, I believe in Oregon. Uh, shout out to your Oregon folks. Um, and their whole thing was to break down this sort of like gap between like why should only people with money be able to buy our products? So you see where this is going. Yeah. Uh, and so like, you know, we have a pay whatever you want model. And, uh, after a year, they went out of business. Yeah. And they, they could not clarify for themselves what is the value of our product and how can we be profitable? Because yeah. is it all about the money? No. But can you do it without money? No. Right. You've got to have, is the whole car about gasoline? No. Can you go anywhere without gasoline? Or electricity. That's right. No, right. It, you have to have that as a driver. It matters. Well, there, there are, there are, for people who want to dig deep on this, there's a couple of really good books that our team has adapted. And that's really where a lot of the things we're going to talk about today, um, help me wrap language around it. Mm-hmm. One of them is the four disciplines of execution. And so I really recommend you go check that one out. It's, it's going to feed into a lot of what you'll hear. The other one is, uh, by Donald Miller. It's how to grow your small business. Um, and and he does the analogy of the airplane. Actually, he talks about oh yeah, yeah. different parts of it are, are different things. But the fuel, the fuel's a requirement to keep the plane in the air. So so as I say this, this isn't an, like depending on how you're wired. Some of you are like finally, Wes is talking about money and he's talking about what we need to do. And you're just been going, man. Why does he keep talking about the uh, increasing profitability and quality of life? Let's talk about how much money we make. It's important. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not dismissing that. And some of you who like the, are like, oh man, are we going there? Listen, both, both matter. Both matter, as Andy said. So, so here's what I, I want to talk. I want to talk about lag and, and lead indicators in this. And so the creating the mission, which has three economic indicators or economic drivers that determine if you're meeting your win. And so, so let me give you some examples. So for us, you guys know our, our win is when, we, we know that when clients are engaged in a, in a family office retainer, we'll call it, with us, with, with our process, that it will help increase their profitability and quality of life. We've seen the outcomes over and over again. So if they, if they engage us and are in our process, which means they're also paying our fees, that means they're also likely letting us manage some money at some point. Okay, it's not, it doesn't have to be, but it, it usually that, that you get some, right? That's going to come along. Um, and, and, and they're also probably at some point because of our model and the way we like to do things, they're put, they're, they're using life insurance as an asset class or as a, as a tool to protect them against, uh, the catastrophic loss or economic loss. So those, those are three pretty good economic drivers for us. And so here's how we, we might language those. Okay. So one is we might say we will have, and, and to make this well, you have to, you have to have some d- definites in this. And so I'm going to give you the definites. We will have blank. Monthly retainer revenue from blank planning clients by blank. And so let me, you know, we, we will have you know, $50,000 monthly retainer revenue from five clients or 10 clients or wherever you happen to be at um, planning clients by January 1st of 2024. So what, whatever you are, it could be a hundred thousand with, you know, 10 clients or, or, or a million, you know, whatever that, that, Monthly retainer revenue, you back into it, you figure out where you think you are right now. We've got plenty of classes to teach on that, but have one. What is yours? Because if it's not there, you have no indicators letting you know how you're doing in helping people increase their profitability and quality of life. 
What, Second what, question. Oh, go ahead, Andy. Real quick. I just want to, uh, there, there's somebody who's listening and probably a lot of people listening. They're just simply afraid to pick a number. Yeah. They pick those numbers. Can you just, we're not going to judge it, but I'm just going to ask you to explain like, what is it internally that would cause a business owner to not pick a number? They don't want to be wrong is one. Um, and they will be, you will be wrong. I guarantee you positively or negatively, you will rarely hit your number. Right. Um, but I would, I would err on the side of the little stretch versus, versus just ambiguity. You know, you hit for, yeah. if you don't aim at anything, you're going to hit and target a hundred percent of the time, right? Because you're aiming at nothing. That's your goal. Um, in my opinion, that's what, what about you, Andy? What have you seen there? Well, I mean, I think that, you, you know, if you don't want to fail, here's, here's the, the ultimate irony. Okay. Goal. I don't want to fail. Process. I'm not going to choose a goal. Result. Failure. Let's go back to the beginning. I don't want to fail. What did you just do? You guaranteed failure. Now you, you, you didn't fail, quote unquote, because you didn't pick a number to fail at. But I mean, listen, I understand, you know, I don't know if you've done this with your kids or not, but like, Hey, let's go throw the ball around. Like, there's no way to fail at that. You're just throwing the ball around, right? But like, if I'm playing a game, sorry, Canadians who are okay with ties, I'm not okay with ties. Like, I want to know who's going to win. Like, keep score. I want to know what is success and what is failure. Justin, I'm curious. You look like a man that has kicked in some doors on some houses in his life. Um, did, Did you ever go into these things where they said, hey, guys, listen, kick in some doors, see what just, just, you know, they're, they didn't give you like a, hey, here's what we are trying to accomplish by this time, and then we need to be out. Was there was there more specific language? Or was it kind of like, hey, you guys go have a good time? Yeah, that was definitely more specific language. It, it also wasn't like, go kick in the door and see if, see if you come out okay. Like, that, wasn't, that was a pretty clear failure, and that was not part of the objective and goal. Like, it was understood that that could happen. Yeah, but... But the one of the objectives was always that everybody comes back, right? Every everybody makes it. Yeah, and and specifics that that engage that I think are just they're critical in any business. Uh, some cases they're life threatening if you don't have them. Um, they're certainly financially threatening to a business that does not have them. So 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 just think about these are real common. And if I were you, I'd, I'd have some version of these depending on how your world is made up. Um, but so if our team is reading this, it's it's we're going to have blank monthly retainer revenue from blank planning clients by whatever. And, and I would say make it a year or, or so January 1st, you know, 2024, make it by the end of the year, whatever, you know, not long, not five years from now, because that's too ambiguous at this point. Um, another one you could have in there that's real popular. I know among our listening community, um, but I don't think it should be the only one um, is we will have blank monthly revenue from blank million AUM by January 1st, 2024. So that, that's another layer of the business. Again, not all of our clients do we manage money for, but we just know if we're doing our process of annual retainer clients uh, that are fee-based, we're going to pick up a certain amount of AUM in the process of that. And that's another indicator that we're helping them increase their profitability and their quality of life because we know we're good at helping people do that. And a third element, because we have a lot of listeners that are that are in this world too, as am I, um, we create blank life commission by January 1st, 2024. Because we know that's going to be a part of our asset allocation that complements what else we're doing in the portfolio. We we also know that you know people need to to fill in gaps if they die to take care of 
taxes, to take care of income replacement and all those kind of things and buy other businesses out. So it's just part of helping them increase their profitability and quality of life. So, so they, these don't have to be your three, but our three are those three. So figure this out. And then at the end of it, have a reminder of why that matters. Because if we do those things, when clients are engaged in a family office relation retainer agreement with us, right. it increases their profitability and quality of life. Those are just expressions of whether that happened or whether it's not happening that well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, sticking with the, the fill in the blanks, we've talked about, you know, having the, the lag indicators, having the lead uh, indicators. Let's, let's move on to like, let's flesh this out. Like, and then clarify real quick, lag and lead. Just remind, yeah. remind people what that is. So everything we just talked about in the mission that has the three economic drivers in it, really what we've talked about are lag indicators. So, so I can measure if those, like every week and go, oh, it didn't happen. Or it happened, whether we're getting closer to or further away. Now, certainly if I'm measuring those frequently enough, I can almost use them as like a course corrector, right? I can, I can still make changes. But you need something deeper if you're going to be a really elite uh, advisory firm. You need true lead indicators. And these are things that determine whether all those other things happen. Okay. And, and so it could be a number of things. Just real simplistically, I mean... When it's, it, we, we, we've had one, this has been ours in the past and, and some, for some folks it still is, is I'm going to average blank quality meeting hours per week for Q3 2023. Interesting. I, I, that used to be one of mine. I, I used to have, I needed 10 or more quality meeting hours every yeah. quarter, um, every week of, of, of every quarter, because I, I knew I had history. I could look back and say, if I do this because of the kind of meetings we have and because of the process we use, I will create the back end that I'm looking for. It, it just, it happens. It's, it's the inputs that give me the outputs. So as we look and we, and we have a meeting every week where we're looking at our lead indicators. And if we're below them, we kind of know the back end's going to, going to suffer most likely because of that. Yep. yep. Or for even yep. or ahead, it's going to, it's going to come out. And so, so some measurement, these are tougher. This is where that four disciplines of execution is really helpful because it digs into a lot of examples of lead indicators. Right. But, I'll just give you a handful here, Andy, and then we can kind of beat this one up a bit. Um, like, so if, if, you, if yours is what my, I just told you are, are, are um, lag indicators, a couple of great lead indicators are certainly average a certain amount of quality meeting hours per week by some date. Um, could be transition. This is a popular topic. We've got a whole podcast that we can do on this one. Transition blank existing clients to monthly retainer clients by Ooh. a certain date. That's a, people like that one. Oh yeah. Cause listen, hey, we get asked it all the time. Hey, Wes, I love the planning. We've, we've engaged. We're taking on new but, clients, but I've got all these clients right. that I didn't work for years and they're not, and they're no longer there. How do I, how do I, how do I just keep doing what I'm doing and not charge them? And what we would tell you is that absolutely not. So we've, we've tra- been successfully transitioned, um, our clients that were once, uh, we did a lot of work for free for the privilege of placing product that now are on annual retainer with us. Um, Here's another one. This, this one is another one that is so unpopular with advisors. It's <laughs> so necessary. Increase blank retainer fees to existing clients Gee, by X yeah. percent. Gee, you're making things awkward now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, two awkward ones are when we're, we're in these strategy sessions, right? And, and we, at the end of them, will say, hey, for years, you you guys, um, you know, we, years ago, 20 years, 10, 10 years ago, we changed our model to a retainer model for all new clients coming in. And, and we just continued to service, serve you guys as we always have. 
Um, we're changing that. All of our legacy clients are now going to be a part of our annual retainers. And this is after you've just demonstrated a mid-year or a year in. So you've delivered a ton of value the way we do it. Right. And you know what they say, Andy? That sounds great. You've been very valuable to us. Right. For us, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's in your mind that you don't think that works or clients that you've had on retainer and maybe they were the ones you were scared to death and you'd said, it'll be $1,500. Yeah, right, 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 right. And now you're charging twenty or 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 fifteen thousand dollars to work with the clients. What if you just went to those existing clients and said, "Hey, we've not changed your fee in five years or seven years. Our average client is this for you. Um, we are we are for those who are continuing to serve. We up it to this amount. And you know what they say, Andy? They say yes. And if they don't say yes, that's fine. But but these are so these are good like conversations you build into the existing products with client or the process with clients, but they're lead indicators. Cause every week I get to see, am I doing it or am I not? Yeah. And, and if not, why? I think one of the, one of the encouraging things is if you can get the leading indicators, like a, a analogy quick, my son who pitches, we have these stats and what's amazing is when the, when he sees a new batter, if the first pitch he throws to that batter is a strike, um, in his last game, 93% of the time, he got that kid out. 93. So what do you think I just, I said to my son a hundred times during that game? Throw a strike. First, first pitch strike, buddy. I would say FPS, FPS, first pitch strike is a strike. Cause you know, if he did, now it doesn't mean that, that automatically you're in trouble if you don't throw a pitch. First pitch strike, but you're, sure. you're like, do you want to do something that has a 93% success rate? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do this. And that's what a leading indicator can be. Hey, it's, you ever watch the, based on true stories, again, another thing, if you've never seen the movie Moneyball. Yeah. Great example of how there are indicators that can let you know your probability of success in any given yeah. thing. Yeah. And, it, and so if you don't measure those, if you don't identify what you think they are, and then if you don't measure them and are you doing them? It's just going to be slinging from the hip and, and you don't want to, you know, swinging from the hip type of approach. But here's my, here's the thing. Well, I'll, I'll jump in and see this to be a little more combative here. I think if you're not doing this, I think you're hiding. I think you're afraid of data. And first of all, I would say from an empathetic standpoint, I understand. I understand that it's scary to start measuring things because you might start measuring them and realizing, oh, oh crap. That's, that's not good, right? Yeah. But what's worse um, is just to be ignorant. Yeah. It's worse to not know than to know. Um, and because when you know, then you can fix it. Yeah. And at the risk of promoting one other book before we're done with this uh, podcast is I'm currently reading this one called The Seven Primal Questions. And and it's really, really good, by the way. But but here's what, to your point, Andy, some of us, and I would be in that, in that uh, some of us, have this question that is our primal question that it, it, it's, am I, am I good enough? Am I good enough? And, and I need the answer to that question to be yes. And if it's maybe or no, then it can, if I'm not healthy, throw me into the scramble, which causes me to respond in all kinds of bad and healthy ways. When you, when you put on paper, here's what it looks like to win here. And here's what we're going to do about it. Yeah. You were saying if if it doesn't work, 
I wasn't good enough, right? But but you got to understand that's silly because if you don't put it on to avoid the like having that question answered is no good either, and it doesn't lead you to the kind of outcomes that you want. Yeah. So um, so again, we want to encourage people. You can actually go to these. We'll have them in the show notes of these questions we ask these leading uh, and lagging indicators. Uh, but measure if 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 you what did I say? What you measure matters, right? Yep. Uh, and measure what matters. You have to be willing to do that. Um, I would encourage you to consider engaging and, and investing in yourself. Uh, I was reading a book recently, Willpower Doesn't Work. And one of the things they talked about, one of the greatest determiners of change behavior is financial investment. If people pay for something, they'll do something about it. So whatever that is, whatever book that one of the seven books that Wes mentioned today, um, <laughs> Or, uh, which is fine. We're impressed you, you read that he listens to a lot of books, but he can read too. Uh, but it's maybe it's investing in the transform series, uh, at westyounglive.com, right? There, I know there are dozens upon dozens upon dozens. I'm just trying not to say hundreds because I'm not exactly sure, but I know there's dozens upon dozens upon dozens of advisors that have been through that more than once who have paid for it more than once because they see the value in it. Right. And it's sort of like saying, gosh, Every time I go to the dentist, I pay him. Like, yeah, you should. Because like, you know, you're getting a refresher, right? Right. Uh, So invest in yourself. Do things that you can measure. That's really our heart. Yeah. And Andy, on on that note, I would tell you that one, there has been hundreds and hundreds. Uh, We're almost back. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, But if any of those like indicators resonate with you, and if those are things that are on your list, you just don't know how to make those happen. That's why we created the Transform Learning Series. That's why we created the classes, the module, one-off modules that you can download, all of which is available. We got a new transform, depending on you, we're listening to this. We do it twice a year, usually. And we got another one kicking off in August, beginning of August, that you can start enrolling for now. And then also the modules are great one-offs. You can also go back and rewatch old Transform Learning Series. So if these matter to you and you're like, I don't even know what the what the lead indicators would be and how to do it in the words... <laughs> Right. We can fill in the gas for you. We see people that didn't charge a fee before leave our class and charge $100,000 the next year or, or in the next month, $20,000. We, or, you know, it's like crazy to watch when people just have the knowledge and they know what to do. They walk yeah. right in and do it. So that's available to you uh, through westernlive.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, gentlemen. Great as always. 